previously on the Hot and Cold Podcast. Think about like a little shrunken leopard. You know, Cole once once gave me 20 bucks for doing the cinnamon challenge. Back out of the Pretty much I say this all the time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. Hey, why not? Are we ready to talk about cricket? Can we get some tacos? Three, two, one, Joey Peeps. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Um, thanks for doing this. What? Uh, you don't get the Joey Peeps reference, do you? I don't. I I'm love too, it. Every I'm time, too young. Every time I say it, it's not a young thing, I don't yeah. think. Uh, Sopranos was one of the greatest television shows made. Um, it was about a gangster who had mental issues and saw a, a, a therapist. Anyway... The rival guy to Tony Soprano's brother died. His name was Joey. They called him Joey Peeps. It was just a northern mob <laughs> term, and I don't even know what it came from. But I think that fits my my personality. Like sure, you, man. You see that? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, mob, northern mobster. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I wanted to follow up with that. What we just I, I introduced you to my old man. And it's kind of, I think it's relevant to what you know. You and I talk about a lot. Um, he, you know, he worked at UPS mm. uh, through college, and then um, to make more money, which maybe it's a, a more of a raise than more money specifically. But mm-hmm. uh, he went to Roadway, which is a trucking company. I think Roadway still exists. I have no idea. So I, I, I preface all that to say, like you know. You you sometimes flatter me with your curiosity in my real estate and the things I've done and and it of course that's why I like talking to you about it because you actually uh, care. Um, sometimes it's boring to people, but a lot of that comes from him. You know, he yeah. It, it got to a point in, in his life where he wanted to be in business for himself, make his own decisions. Um, when you do that, you get paid for. Uh, what you do, basically, uh, if that makes sense. But the harder you work, the more money you make. The less you work, the uh, less money you make type deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, but a lot of that was instilled in me, and my real estate approach uh, came from him. Uh, you talk about this on your Instagram, the rat race. Yes. There's a board game called the rat race. Was that by uh, Robert Kiyosaki? Yes. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've yes. read... Um what was it? The one of the most popular books. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, Rich Dad, yeah. I'm Poor about Dad. halfway through that. It's amazing. Right? It's. I'm surprised I never saw it before or read it before. The good thing is a lot of those uh, were taught. A lot of those same ideas were taught to me, so I kind of get it. But it's still a good read. Mm-hmm. It's simple, man. I mean, it's not. It's not that simple. I got a guy right now wanting to make uh, uh, my uh, producer slash intern who doesn't do it anymore, but I still keep in talk with him. Uh, Axel, he's editing videos for me. Very cool. He edited one video, one minute video on insurance. He says, uh, he gives it to me. I said, man, that's pretty good. I got a few notes. We could probably mix it up because he did it completely. No input from me. And uh, I said, well, how much will you charge me to do a hundred of those? Because I want to put those on my website. It makes my website relevant. Google Mm -hmm. says, Hey, people, here's naturally. He says $100 a video. I said, oh, shoot, man. <laughs> I said, let me call you. I hadn't, I hadn't called him yet. But, I, but what I want to teach him is, okay, I'll give you $100. Now, you use my laptop. That's $20 each time. I use my recording equipment. There's $10. And you use my uh, software that I pay for. So, there's another. So, you know, okay, I'll give you 100 for it, but you got to pay for all mm. the stuff you use. Yeah. I, I, I may give him the hundred dollars for each video. I, I, I'm trying to figure that out, but I also need to teach him a lesson in what he's doing to make those videos. Mm-hmm. Okay, I went off track. Dad, my old man, was at Roadway, supervisor, three kids, mortgage. We're just low low income. Mm. I'm sorry, low middle average, lower average, whatever. We're not lower middle class. Lower middle class class is what I was thinking of. Thank you. And uh, he gets fired. Wow. So I'm in second grade. Come home. Dad's putting together the puzzle that we always worked on. By the way, little small thing there. He had us working on puzzles as little kids all the time. And uh, he he said he said he quit. He told us he quit. So he mm-hmm. went anyway. Went back to law school. 
So not only he gets fired three kids in a mortgage, he's in school, not making any money. He For started loans. loading trucks again. Really? Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, through, through his law school, because luckily he had got his degree. So he didn't have to go to get a degree and then get a law school. Okay. He became a lawyer, and now we're grown by then. And um, so we're not kids with money. Mm. We came up r- lower middle class, and then as adults, he's done well. Uh, he, if you called him rich, he'd be offended. You know gotcha, what I mean? Yeah, but he, he's sure. done well over the years. And being business for yourself, you're not capped at how much money you can make. And mm-hmm. so, anyway, a little, I thought you might see that venture. I mean, you're, you have these ideas of, uh, real estate and being successful and, mm-hmm. and training yourself to be better. And, but you're working, you're loading trucks at UPS. Like some people can see that as like loading trucks at UPS. You should be a <laughs> up, upper management in some corporation or whatever. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a trail. It's a journey. For sure. I uh, think, uh, this job for me is more of a, a stepping stone right yeah. now. Um, I mean, everyone could see, with the virus that a typical nine to five is not stable. It's not a guaranteed yeah. form of income. And uh, I'm aware of that. And I'm trying to um, just create as many streams of passive income as I can. And yeah. I think that, um, you know, I'm fascinated with real estate. I think that um, it's a really, a really good market to get into. I mean, everyone, I mean, the demand for real estate is never going to just go completely, you know, yeah. just, you know it's not going to shoot down. Um but yeah, I think it takes it takes a lot for it to for a significant decline. For sure, sure, yeah. Um, I mean, th- this was uh, COVID nineteen was worldwide kicked our butts, but it, well, you got to have like plague where a third of the population right. is dead. Yeah, you know, and, and, I mean, literally in Texas, that's what I was going to say a while ago. So we, I started just the first chance I had. I didn't care about the market. The market didn't make a difference to me. I went and saw, looked for a home that I thought I could afford mm. and bought it and lived in it. You know, and so I'm immediately now in real estate. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. I'm not a, this was in 07. So this I'm, is like the low of lows, right? Well, was that, actually, yeah. So yeah. this was not, bef- this was before, so was before the market. Okay. Now it was a foreclosure property. So it was a piece of crap. And yeah, but so I got it low, low priced. But, um, that's where the money is though. That's the opportunity. I mean, I, I think when I bought it, I immediately made $10,000 mm-hmm. in equity, right? Mm-hmm. You buy it below market. It's worth 60. If you turn around and sell it, whatever. Yeah. So, um, I'm not, I'm not a savvy investor. I don't know anything about building a wall or repairing a bathroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I just bought a home and lived in it. Well, that was, I was in real estate at that point. Yeah. And it took five, uh, five years before I bought the next place. I always, I think I always tell you that, like, it, if you can't make a move now, just make the move when you can, mm-hmm. and it, it it just happens at some point. I love the idea that you're um, you're thinking about passive income. Mm. I think that idea alone um, is pretty powerful. Where did that come from? Where where are you? Uh, funnily enough, I think it was with uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. I think where that idea came from. There's a lot of small events that have, you know, completely changed my mindset on, you know, getting out of this quote unquote rat race. I think uh, my friends have a lot to do with that. Um, Okay. I had to change. I had to change a lot of my friends, you know, the people Uh I hang around with. You know, it's uh, as cliche as it sounds, you know, the five, you know, the people you spend or what is it? You're like the average yeah. of the five people you spend uh, the most time with. Nice. So you are. Um, There's no doubt about it. And I'll tell you, um, I've never excluded people from my life, but naturally, I chose to be around those that I wanted to be like. I guess. Mm-hmm. And when I was in middle school, and I was hanging out with some bangers. I mean, <laughs> I got in trouble, and yeah, I, and I got kicked out. You oh know yeah. What I mean? yeah, but you know what? Those guys were cool. I wanted to be cool. There you know you what I mean? Yeah. I, I did choose the wrong cool. I think, uh, but I don't know. I can't analyze that enough to define what that was. But I wanted to be cool. I ran with these dudes to be cool, and and that meant sagging my pants or. <laughs> Uh, I, I got kicked out for calling a girl a B word in middle school. Wow. Like, 
where did that come from? <laughs> you know, I was hanging out with these guys that, that did that regularly and the whatever music I was listening to at the time. Um, and quick story, so they moved me to Shackleford, my parents, mm-hmm. for a year. and But then I still hang out with my other friends, so I went back to Grand Prairie. But I shed those bad, bad, quote-unquote bad friends, the guys that were up to no good and caused me to – and I started hanging out with the more – I'm going to say, I use the word preppy type, mm-hmm. smart, good families. Yeah. And again, I'm the lower middle class family that, yeah. you know, dad was always a hard worker, but I'm trying to be like these guys. So now they're a little bit more studious. They're a little bit more successful. They're more about good things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think, uh, you know, obviously I don't know the financial situation of the people um, I'm hanging out with, but I don't think they're anywhere close to being well off yeah. i think it's just more of the mindset that that they have uh and the work ethic um you know i think of just three guys that immediately jump out to me and uh you know one of them i'm really really uh close with and we have accountability for each other we set uh some goals every week we um <laughs> wow actually we uh started this week we uh we're waking up at uh, five and we're calling each other making sure that we're up and today it was like I called him. And he was like, "Man, it's it's getting tough." I really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, get up, man! It's, it's uh, we're almost done." So that's the best part about doing it with a partner. Oh my gosh, yes. Because I did a push up contest for December, and um, I was going to do 2,000 push ups in December. Wow! And um, I was on pace and and rock, rocking and rolling. The reason I quit, I, I recorded. I was recording them all. And I I got to a point where, like, I'd be ready to do them, but I wasn't at home ready to do them, right? Mm. So I couldn't record them, so I wasn't going to do it. And then I started faltering and not doing it. So now I'm still doing my push-ups in the morning. I'm not going to do 2,000. But if I would have had somebody there challenging me along the way, I might I might still do it. And, I, I hey, I'm over 1,000, you know. That's awesome. The I months. mean, what is, what is that per day? Uh, two thousand is like seventy. That's pretty good. Sixty-eight, something yeah. like that. Uh, um, and so right now I'm doing you know twenty-five to fifty. Depends on yeah. if I get that second, um, second set in. And man, I've always been able to do twenty push-ups. I've not gotten better. Mm. I mean, twenty to twenty-five, I'm still turning red at, at twenty-five. <laughs> and I thought after a couple weeks of doing it. Um, I'd get better. Uh, do you you do push ups or you do other d- different types of workout all all together? Because you're pretty uh, regimented on your on your workout, right? Yes, sir. Um, I mean, my mom's a personal trainer. Is that she helps, really? That helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she um, she kind of got me into great this advice. Fashion. Then. Oh yeah. Um, I think I'm. Do you reach out to her and ask her about oh, different? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, <laughs> I really I don't like working out with her because she kicks my butt. You know, like wow. Um, she's working out from home, obviously, right yeah. now. Um, but I'm more towards uh, the weights uh, and the you know the weighted exercise right now. Um, I, I do like uh, body workouts uh, or body weight workouts. Um, started those in, when it was cor- uh, we were going into the quarantine, wow. so like April and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's just not the same for me. I don't think really. Yeah. Um, I never. I, I don't know if I've maxed out. But, um, in a long time, mm-hmm. but I've always lifted at some point. It, it obviously tallied off during quarantine, um, but I think I'm to a point now where it, push-ups, sit-ups, and I need to get a curl, uh, pull-up bar. Yes, so pull-ups are push- amazing for, I mean, your entire back, maybe, yeah. pretty much. So. Yeah, and bodybuilding then maybe you can do weights, right? But I can see you as a bodybuilder. Cool. No, 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 no. You can build bulk up a little bit. <laughs> I do that in the mirror every morning. There you go. Yeah, I do my poses. Self confidence, right? <laughs> I got the dad bod though, so that's the thing too. You think about it, like I, I don't want to just take anything away from what you're doing, but like no. I, I live a very happy, healthy life. I eat what I want to eat and do what I want to do, but I also work out, right? Like mm-hmm. so, I also offset that with. Um, lifting but that 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 still puts weight around your central core area Mm -hmm. right and it's like i wish there was a way to kind (laughs) of 
offset that. And I'm sure there is eat healthier, target the areas. But you know, we were at Saltgrass last night, and I, you know, appetizer like yeah. quet bacon wrapped quail, <laughs> range very rat, healthy. There you go, range rattlers. <laughs> then I had a, a chicken Laredo with like feta cheese, which feta, hey, you know, feta cheese, yeah. caramelized onions. Um, Sounds good though. <laughs> side of mashed potatoes. I mean, I, and I, I, I mean, my my plate is you empty. Paid, uh, I like it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then cheesecake. Then go. they get this tall, big, thick cheesecake <laughs> while I'm sucking down a Coke. I follow up with water, but uh, I mean, that's got to be three thousand calories minimum, right? Like mm-hmm. it just rocked my world. But hey, man, I I got up this morning, and walked, did my push ups, you know. And, and, and when you start your day that way, your body's already getting in that ketosis where it's mm. like looking for starting to burn energy for the rest of the day. Do you ever do you do any type of uh, I say ketosis as like not keto specifically, but like do you do any type of um, intermittent fasting or you're working out enough to where you got to eat? Yeah, I'm pretty. I, I saw eat. you did meal prep. Yes, I did meal prep this week. Um, the breakfast, I'm actually really enjoying the breakfast. The, the lunch is where I kind of slow down just because. Um, the chicken, oh my gosh, it's so dry. It is so <laughs> dry. I have to just, I have to have like a half a gallon of water just to tell me, um, tell me how to meal prep. Well, I mean, cause you just did it for the first time. Right? Yeah, I did it for the first time. <laughs> I looked up how to meal prep on yeah. YouTube and that's how, um, how I got the inspiration. Um, he showed me how to, um, cook like chicken and broccoli, like the bait, you know, that's yeah. pretty, pretty basic meal for, for lunch. Um, I just kind of improvised on the breakfast. Um, okay, so you're you're cooking the chicken, cooking the broccoli, putting it in like it's a go container. Yeah, and then and then put it in the fridge or whatever. So when it's time to eat, you don't have to think. Oh, let me go do this, or let me make this, yes. or let me just munch on this. Oh, let me go to Jack in a Box. Yes, that's the key. You got your meal ready to go. Yeah, you don't have to like. Um, go through the thought process of do I really need to do I have the time to make the meal or can I just you know, pick it up from like fast food restaurant or something? Well and that's my have the meal. Yeah. Right. That's my biggest by far my biggest diet mistakes are like ugh, I'm just I'm yeah. sitting there like, okay, I gotta eat. I can't wait. I gotta eat now because if I wait yeah. any longer, all right, what can I eat right now? Or I'm sitting at home and I don't know what to do. I ordered Chipotle. Hey, Chipotle is not the worst. It's but, not, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, Especially the bowl when you get bowls. I don't do sour cream it's so it's meat rice beans beans yeah corn uh that, that mixed salsa mm-hmm. um yeah man so uh i kind of want to go back to you talking about the uh, for you to for you what are you 19 yes sir to have these thoughts of passive income and real estate investing and this and these goal setting with uh, reliability partners. I mean, I feel like when I was 19, I was like waiting for the next party to happen or, <laughs> or like whether a girl liked me or not, well, I'm, uh, that may still happen or not. But like, you know, I, I just, I, I did have that, that, that influence from my old man, like a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, I did play the, I did play the rat race game and, and, um, you know, that was very educational. I need to play that. Yeah. Uh, I it, it, I make, you make decisions. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, thinking about it and think this direction and but when you play the game you're given a situation and you have to make a decision and there's an outcome from that situation so it kind of takes you through that process i felt that was pretty powerful i sorry, so or i'm sorry to interrupt um so i've kind of realized this uh the game monopoly the basic game when i was little um like when I was super little and my mindset now, they're exactly the same because yeah. as when I played Monopoly when I was little, I'd spend every dollar I had on properties. I'd right. buy every single property and everyone else would make fun of me, you know, like, you know, you don't have any money. You're going to go bankrupt pretty soon, you know, pass go a couple of times to yeah. get those houses going. <laughs> and it's like, you know, the, the, the turntables or something. Yeah. The tables <laughs> turn. Um, the, t- tell me your approach and what you think. Uh, teach me, teach someone who may be listening what passive income is. Passive. We mentioned it. We talk about it. Yeah. But some people don't even know what that means. 
Well, in a nutshell, passive income is, I mean, it's what it sounds like, you know, you're making money while you're doing nothing pretty yeah. much. Whereas active income is, you know, your nine to five job where you're paid to spend your time and uh, make money. Um, for me, I mean, that's passive income could be a variety of ways, you know, yeah. you could put it into, you could invest it in stocks. I was going to say, can you, and all that stuff, but. can you summarize that with, uh, income from your financial investments? Yeah. You know, uh, and that, whether that be your financial investment is in real estate or some stock that you bought, that's paying you a, a dividend, um, that goes into your bank account. Right. So, um, you, you, you wake up eight o'clock, you're work at nine, work till five, you're gone. Your time is at that office. You get a paycheck. Yep. Okay. So what if you took that money that you earned and invested it in a real, in a, in a, a home and while you're at work, somebody's paying you rent. Right. And so that's, uh, kind of the idea of passive income. Yeah. I don't like the idea of saying you don't work for it because you got to res- research the home. Of course. Yes. You have There's to, you have to do repairs. And if you're mm-hmm. not doing the repairs yourself, you have to find a good contractor that you trust and know and spend some time making sure my brother has jumped into real estate in the past. I guess we started it about five years ago. That's awesome. And um, really ramped it up. He ramped it up on his own. He and I have started five years ago together. But on his own, he started, He ramped it up this past year or so. Um, he doesn't touch the house. Wow. He doesn't look at it. He doesn't look and say, we should repair this, we should repair that, or, hey, I like this the way it looks. He doesn't it's even... cash flow. He talks to an an agent like me or a property manager mm-hmm. and says, here's my formula. Here's what I want. If you can make it fit within this formula, I'll pay you your commission. I'll pay you, and they're, they're going to do repairs as well. So he's also helping that property manager do his job. Mm-hmm. He's investing in that property manager because that property manager is not the investor. He wants to manage property. Yeah. And this, morgue, yeah. yeah, this guy was like a former colleague of his that wanted to get into this field. And so he said, okay, here's my formula. If you find this, so this guy goes to work finding this house for X amount of dollars. Well, okay, we can't pay that much, but we can pay this much. Okay. Then how much is it going to cost to repair it? So he gets the real estate commission, the property manager fee, and then as a contractor, you do work, you make money. So mm-hmm. this guy's making money in three different ways, and my brother's real investing in real estate. Um, pretty powerful um, yeah, approach. Sure. He, I mean, I don't want to tell my brothers too much of my brother's information, but like he basically leveraged his own earning power um, to get, to borrow money from a bank. Like, so, so when you invest in real estate, you can get money from a bank at record low interest rates. I mean, we're talking two and a half percent at times. Mm -hmm. Well, why would they give you money? Well, you got to prove that you can pay it back. Mm -hmm. So they have this debt to income ratio. If you make X amount of dollars and your debt's not more than so much, they'll give you the money Mm -hmm. more or less. Um, but he's got a good salary, so he has leeway to take loans out. Right. So it does listen, he's taking advantage of the opportunity given to him. Right. Like uh, at some point the income from the properties will offset his own salary and he'll be able to do that. So anyway, the idea is his, his goal is to match his salary. Yeah. Until he, awesome. he's not going to retire until he has enough passive income from his real estate investments to pay his current salary. So then you retire with the same salary and you're sitting yeah. at your beach house, whatever, you know. Yeah, for sure. I hey, he's and my brother's 41, by the way. So uh, will you wait 20 years to do that? I mean, I, I'm just, it's a rhetorical question, right? Like, and I'm telling you, man, to you, I'm a, I'm I'm double your age, right? Like I'm an old man almost to you. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm in my prime. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. 
and and so you're already taking the steps to do it but if you can wrap your mind around the patience it takes and, and, and I mean you're going to be far beyond what me and my brother have done um and what's your what's your kind of vision on that what's your kind of goals on that like to cuz you you're a goal guy right yes sir you're, i yeah. mean is your goal to get one property is your goal to save the money to get the you know i'm, I'm just kind of curious mm-hmm. uh yeah so i have <clears throat> i'd say two very clear goals right now my overarching like big big goal is to um be not be financially free by the time i'm 30 okay that's the that's the big picture and fi- when i mean financially free it's uh, like what you were talking about earlier um your passive income is equal to or exceeds your monthly expenses that's that's uh have you heard of the fire movement financially no. independent retire early movement cool yeah 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 um what it, i mean i i guess it kind of explains itself yeah, but pretty much uh uh, but yeah, that's that's the main goal. That's um, what I'm shooting for in, uh, every day. And right now, my goal is to um, get my first property uh, by the time I'm 20. So I turn 20 next October. Dang. So uh, get on I'm it, on boy. the clock. I'm on the clock. Uh, and it's funny because you mentioned the debt to income ratio, and that that's kind of my biggest problem right now. Because oh, yeah. I, you know. I have two options for financing, though. I mean, two broad options. One, I can get a loan. That's what I'm probably, that's what I'm trying to do. And the other one is, you know, private financing Yeah. or private lenders. Private lendings. No one's going to lend to me right now. <laughs> I'm I 19 lo- and, you know, I don't yeah. have any history. I don't, you know. Bank not, wise or private wise? Uh, both pri- wise. Well, yeah, both wise. But yeah. I was thinking private, like, you know. Yeah. Thinking of like an investor who has a hundred grand. So. Well, you need an investor who has a million that gives you a hundred grand. Yes. No yes. one's going to give you their entire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, you're laughing and it is funny, but it, I mean, think about that. Like you're not looking for a guy who's saved a few dollars and is ready to invest. You are looking for a guy who's got a million mm. or more that it's just sitting in the bank earning half a percent where he gives it to you. He can earn five, turn, three, yeah. four, five, six. I mean, a lot of guys do that at 10%. All day long. I mean, think about it. If the house on the corner here was for sale and they're saying saying owner finance and they're going to charge you 10%, but whatever that is, it works within your budget. They're like, oh, yeah, come on, bro. You'll pay. If you're going to pay the 10% interest, they're going to give you that money. Yeah. Because 10% is a lot. A lot. A larger turn. Yeah. It's harder on you, higher price, less equity, Mm -hmm. but you got started. Yeah. Um, keep that in mind. Uh, first property by 20. Yes, sir. How are you going to do that? Right now, I'm just, I'm working on, um, <laughs> my parents are, I know, I hope they <laughs> respect this, but I'm trying to go full time at my job yeah. so I can uh, save save money and establish that, uh, I don't know, I don't want what it's called, the um like the forms you have to submit for your official like employment history. I don't know. Sure. Um, how long have you been at UPS now? Um, since October. Um, I don't know how long, you know, yeah. you have to be until we got 90 days usually at least mm-hmm. on, on a lot of deals. But, um, I, my, my encouragement is, uh, school's important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll argue you don't have to go to school. To a certain extent. I, I would like to talk about that later, yeah. But you're there. Mm-hmm. Roll with it. Like, when you take that element out, think about how much time and mental strength you gain, right? So this is grind time. Mm-hmm. This is hustle time. We talk about the word hustle. There's an old man that I know he actually passed away a couple week, couple, oh. couple about a week ago. Kenny Rowland, um, awesome dude. But um, nothing in particular about him except that. Ten, let's say ten years ago, I was at the bank and I saw him. Hey, Kenny, how's it going? Hey, yo, where you are, man? Where he kind of talked like, Hey, how are you doing, man? <laughs> and uh, I mean, this guy's top of the line, uh, character wise. Yeah. 
and uh, he says, uh, what you been up to, Cole? And I said, hey, Cole? He, he said, I said, oh, just hustling, man, just hustling, hustling. What? You know, <laughs> there was this image of hustling as like, the oh. hustler on the corner who's taking your money or yeah and like in a pool game or something sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was like it was like a you know like the, the same similar confusion different but similar confusion when uh in my day i was a young kid uh today was a good day by ice cube oh yeah and it said I, I saw the lights of the good year blimp and, and it, it said ice, ice cubes up pimp. Pimp. And, I, and i remember as a kid i, I thought pimp was bad and it is sort. I mean, it kind of is a bad. It is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, why is he bragging about being a pimp? Right? Is this word association thing that we don't get? Yeah. So he thought hustling was bad. <laughs> well, now that use is a term a for. I'm, I'm I'm working hard. Yeah. I'm busting my tail. I'm trying to get this thing. So I, I talk. I bring all that up and talk about it to encourage you that. I mean, you just started your grind. Mm. You, your generation, I think, is ready to be successful now. Oh, for sure. Define successful. You look at me and and sometimes see success. I appreciate that, and it's very. I, I love that you ask me questions and and are curious about what I do, and the every most people in my position would would feel that way when you ask them <laughs> questions. So, without getting too far off topic, topic. Ask people questions, not just me, anybody that's in a position of quote unquote success. Anyway, I'm not I I'm not there yet. I I see that I just in the past year that there's been a a an increase. I'm closer to that success. Mm-hmm. You see that as like if I only had I'm just putting words in your mouth, so don't for, forgive me, but yeah, if yeah. I had what he had, and I don't mean that in a sense that like you want you're going after what I'm going, but like the real estate aspect or the just simple success aspect. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at a few other guys. Like if I and what were we talking about earlier? Thing, yeah. What were we talking about earlier? Surrounding yourself with with people that you want to be like because you're constantly looking. Got to reach for more. Yeah. If it's me or somebody else, you're trying to reach that goal. What happens when you get there? Are you successful? No, I mean. That's. I think that's your decision. It's a definite, definitive term. It, once you've reached, re, okay, say you are successful. What are you gonna do? I think you gotta set more goals. I yeah, think man. personally, like it's a. You can't become complacent. I feel like. Yeah, and and I think success is when your goal achievement or grind is something you love. Mm. Right. I agree. You like working out. I know you do, right? Yeah. You do, you enjoy it. This isn't a task. I mean, I know it's tough, but you get enjoyment out of it. So lifting boxes for a living is like a workout, <laughs> it right? Is. Oh my gosh. My shoulders are yeah. are dead after yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple hours. <laughs> so I'm not saying that killing your shoulders <laughs> for eight hours or whatever is like fun, but you're kinda you kind of intermingle to work out and yep. and while you're during this grind uh, in, in a time of your life that, uh, I'm going to say, uh, physical conditioning is, is common to you. You've put that in within a job that earns you money. Mm-hmm. And I do. So I do Uber eats whenever I'm not, uh, working, uh, at UPS and that ties back with, uh, real estate because, you know, I purposely go to like areas I'm not familiar with. I'll go to you know, Louisville or I mean, any town. And I'll just start up the Uber app and deliver food, and I get a feel for, you know, just markets that I haven't even been exposed oh, to. Oh, yeah. That's great, um, man. Because I'm totally locked in on Grand Prairie. Yeah, and that's that's fine. And yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with it. I know everything that's going on. I I, I have I'm, – I'm, you know what? I'll say it. I have a master control over – a certain radius here in this area. And I say master control in the sense that I know every street, I know every corner being involved with the city. I know utilities and streets and everything that kind of shows, um, where the market is going, where it's going to be. If that street gets renewed, how it increases the value of that neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. But I've not spent a lot of time going to other markets. And if you're 
if you are able to create some formula of your investment, look, look, you're not there yet. And I don't, it's, it's good to think about that and, and maybe create it. Mm-hmm. But I, I say that to encourage you to stick with the first goal, get a real home by your 20. Yes. And what I mean by that is don't overpay, but maybe overpay. It, you see what I'm saying? Like it, don't be, don't have this strict, strict guideline mm. that keeps you from investing. Cause, cause if that doesn't allow you to invest at, at 19 and nine, nine tenths, when well, you're almost about to be 20 and you're like, <laughs> I got to do this. And you're like, yeah. no, it doesn't fit my deal. One, you didn't achieve your goal. And two, you're not in real estate. Yep. And then, and then that pushes off two more years before you find something. So that's two years of equity that you could have built to get that deal. Yeah. And maybe it's worth it if you find the deal where it's, you, you know, you something that you're saving thirty, forty thousand $40,000. I don't know. My point is invest. And let me reference back. I'm talking a lot here, but I, sometimes I feel like I'm a little teaching to you. I, I know you like to listen uh, and there's a lot here. So, mm-hmm. um, me and my brother. So I told you my brother in the past year just ramped it up major time. Well, he started with he and I here in Grand Prairie. We were reviewing these homes in 2015 at a price where we're like, well, it's probably a little high. It's hard to say. You know, we're kind of figuring we, we bought two properties about six months apart. And uh, it's kind of one of these deals like, okay, it barely fits this um, formula that we created. Mm-hmm. That's like, we need to, let's get in real estate. That's the answer. Let's just do it. You know, we'll figure it out. We got to do this and see how it works. And both of those properties have basically doubled in value. It's insane. So it's harder now, you know, because we're not going to double in value today. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to double in value in five years. But in 2015... We thought the prices were a little high. Yeah, and it wasn't even close to what it ended up being. So, was that all natural appreciation, or did y'all put sweat? Oh, definitely it? natural appreciation. Wow! And I say That's... doubled, almost doubled. And yeah. I'm looking at the price we paid to what if I just put it on the market right now and sold it. Yeah, you're probably that's uh, insane. It, 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 I say doubled, if not, if not like eighty percent, right? Eighty to one hundred percent increase in value, mm. and so. Okay, so that's 50, 50, 50. So, yeah, definitely 80%. I can, I'll guarantee you it was 80%. See, five years, uh, 80% increase in value. There's not a financial advisor that'll, that'll give you that. Yeah, there's uh, not a stock that'll get you an 80% return. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, no. So, my point is get into real estate. I mean, when you're, when you're able to, don't let. Now, on deal seven, when you're looking at it yeah. and it's not matching your numbers, yeah, maybe hold off. Um, but if you're wanting to get into it, uh, you know, make that move. And and I told you, I, I, I lived in mine for... Yes, that's... I've lived in almost every property I've invested in. That's what, what uh, my strategy was going to be. It's called house hacking. I don't house. know if you've heard of the strategy. It's just you live in the... Uh, you get an FHA loan, yeah. uh, low down payment, low interest rate. Um, and you rent out the other rooms in the property if it's a single family or um, if it's a duplex, triplex, you rent out the other units. Yeah. And the interesting thing uh, is I listened to a couple other podcasts regarding real estate for beginners. And they always say that the first deal, you just need to learn. You need to get in to learn, not to cash flow. And yeah. I think that's the main thing I need to um, like. I'm trying to have that mindset, but, um, you know, it's hard. Cause yeah, man, there's no doubt about it. Cause, uh, if you take any real estate classes, uh, not nope. yet, I'm switching, uh, I'm switching over to uh, my major. Yeah. Um, this but I was semester, in my, but. I think it was third or fourth year before I took any real estate classes and I assumed you didn't. And, um, those helped those, those helped me look at the numbers. That's one of the things I did look at mortgages and amortization schedules and all that stuff to kind of get, get your mind wrapped around it. But, but, um, you know, I learned by, I, I attribute it to rat race. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Um, but then, but then the major lesson was doing it. 
So the other thing we're going to do today when we're done is I'm going to take you by my house I'm living in. There's a uh, 480 square foot workshop in the back. And I've been there a year and I've slowly demoed it, pulling all the junk out. I've made 10 plus trips to the dump. Um, but the foundation guys are there right now because the foundation were just like sunk in one side. <laughs> well, I've got Olshan, the best foundation company out there, most reputable, and we're going to get a square, even foundation. Well, guess what? That's 480 square feet. Are you going to rent that oh, out yeah. for, for storage? or No, 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 no. And I, that's actually, we're talking about real estate and stuff. There's people, like that would be a good example, is like I've got this, a 10 by 10 section. It's a hundred bucks a month. Yep. I can put your stuff there and secure it. And you pay me a hundred bucks a month. And I don't know the numbers to space ratio, but yeah. I'm saying, so if I got 480 square foot and I've got uh, that divide that amongst space. And sometimes it's just a little box maybe, or oh, whatever so people want to store. Yeah. You could put cabinetry in there with locks. Yeah. Um, somebody, I thought that was pretty cool. But anyway, I'm going to rent it. I'm going to make it a living. That's residence. awesome. Okay. So like a mother-in-law suite kind of? Absolutely. Yeah. So for now, and, let, and the reason I'm telling you this is like when I bought my house in 2007, I didn't know how to build anything. I'm going to do all of this by myself. Wow. Okay. Foundation. You need is, some help on It's that. engineering. <laughs> You're digging holes six feet plus in the ground. You're jackhammering cement. I mean, it's best to let the professionals. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to mess up a foundation. <laughs> you talk to one of the most experienced contractor, he doesn't do foundation work. So that's okay to get somebody else to do the foundation. The second is the rough plumbing. So the, so so a toilet is not rough plumbing, but all the the plumbing that goes to the toilet. Okay. The sink is not plumbing. However, the the, the pipes I call that rough plumbing, all the pipes yeah. that come up to the surface and then you detach to it and do your thing. So that's going in the ground, digging. And again, we're talking about digging yep. to the main pipe. So I'll probably, no, I am going to have a professional do that. So that's top of the line, ready to go. So at that point, I'm going to do the rest. And it may take me, it may take me six months. It may take me even longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can do it. I know how to do it, and I've done it p- bits and pieces. This will be the first time from square this one. Is all you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, I'm thinking, so it, this is stuff you're interested in. So I bought this house, market value, if not, I might have got it a little bit cheaper. I think today I definitely got it cheaper a year ago because the market's increased in a year. Yep. Um, it was probably at market value, if not, and it's got foundation problems. They're all manageable. They're not crazy. It's pier and beam. Okay. Okay. This workshop in the back was full of junk, messed up foundation. You, Joe Blow, would look at it and say, I, I said, Joe, you're Joe. That's awesome. <laughs> you're such the, that's the common, I just say Joe Blow all the time. <laughs> Uh, would look at that and be like, you know, they don't want to mess with that. And and I'm with respect to all women, you give life, but a woman in a home would look at that and like, I'm not touching it. Yeah. Um, but I took, I saw it as 480 square foot. I saw it as space and I'm a year into it and it's still not even close to being ready. But I, but I'm going to put about, honestly, Joey, it's going to be, and it's going to take some time and, putting my money in the right places, but about 25 to 30 K into that. But minimum 600 bucks a month, I'm going to rent it for. Boom. I can get 800 to a thousand. That's just that sweet. Yeah. Correct. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's all, so think about it in different ways. Like if I wasn't there, the home and the suite. So take away the suite, the home, the rental market is, you know, it's smaller house. So, you know, eleven, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Um, but add that suite, brand new and a good condition. You can add, you add the six hundred. Yeah. So you're t- so eighteen. So 19, yeah. yeah. But me being there, 
that's my home, add six hundred dollars. I mean, there's just different ways to look at it. Like, yeah, I mean, if, if I don't know the person and it's official business deal, eight hundred to a thousand. I'd rather rent somebody I know um, for six hundred. They got a nice deal. Yeah, I know them and trust them. They're on my property type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so let's just sorry. I'm explaining all that. Six. Let's just say six hundred bucks a month. That's seven seventy two hundred dollars in a year, and then in three years. That's twenty one thousand dollars, right? Yeah, I mean, so I made my money, my investment back, and everything else is money in your pocket because. So when you look at a home, expenses, insurance, and taxes are always going to be there. You have, you also have, you know, your mortgage, but insurance and taxes are going to be there. Well, I'm already paying that, so that seven hundred dollars wow. or six hundred dollars is going directly. It's not six hundred dollars minus two hundred for expenses. It's going directly to. Um, you know, my income, however you want to. It's just cash flow, yeah. yeah. Cash flow. Well, I mean, I don't know how, uh, you know, how high rent appreciation is here, um, but would that play a part in that as well? Um, why don't you uh, ask that question again? High rent appreciation? High rent appreciation. Like, well, to appreciation? I don't know what you're asking me. Oh, well, like, I know certain markets, like, you know, the rents uh, per month increases, you know, with time. I don't sure. know how high that percentage is in Grand Prairie. Or yeah, not. so um, too much to, I, in my opinion, that's way more than you need to be thinking about. And the reason I say that is um, you want to start, you want to work on today's market. You can try to guess on future markets. But it's a risk. It's a lot more of a yes, risk. Yes. Um, rents are crazy high right now, so they they could keep increasing, but they're not going to be increasing too much more. Gotcha. If that makes sense, right? Well, so what I'm saying, so so like in an apartment complex, they they get you in there a thousand dollars a month every year. They give a five percent increase in rent. It's just it's just smart business. And then mm-hmm. four or five years. I think they assume you're moving in four or five years anyway. So while they got you, won't they get some more rent out of you? Yep. And then so you've increased, and then you and and then they get the new guy in there and do the same thing: thousand dollars a month and increase every five years, whatever it is. So rent increases are natural in managed, large managed apartment complexes that have market research managers in and out that know exactly what they're doing and been in the business for years. That's why I try to explain to you. I'm a knucklehead, dude. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a advanced manager that knows does market research and and I look at the money. Does mm-hmm. it work? Okay, let's do it. Does it not? I'm not going to do it. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So you can get into the market research and be far more uh, abrased to what's going on with this, um, but don't forget that. You can do it now as just a knucklehead that works out all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I like painting the picture of we're just normal dudes. That's why I say knucklehead and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You're not some like advanced. You don't have to have some real estate Donald Trump degree, yeah. which that was kind of funny because that was the thing he got in trouble for. But um, you don't have to have this real advanced real estate stuff like that. You have sure. to yeah. be look at the money. Look at your money. Does it work? Yes. Roll with it. Uh, so I have a question for you. Yeah. I know that the, um, I don't, I don't know the uh, actual term for it, but the tenants due to COVID and, uh, a lot of people losing their jobs, they were able to like defer the rent. Yeah. Um, how has that, you know, has that affected you anyways? No. no, I've been lucky, I guess, because my tenants have paid on time every time. Wow. Now, um, I know some people have gotten, Gotten hit hard with that. And yeah, I mean, so it's interesting. So if my okay, I've been I've been smart about it. One, the home I bought in 07, my first one, I owe fifteen grand on it. Right, so I'm not going to lose it. It's three hundred eighty four dollars a month um, mortgage. So it's nothing. Wow. It's, it's nothing. <laughs> now add taxes and insurance in that, I'm up to eight or nine hundred dollars a month. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my house over on my other house that's more recent, 
um, you know, it's 1450. That's mortgage and insurance. So if that guy moves out, I mean, or quits paying me rent, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine. And I can't tenant. kick him out because they also deferred um, evictions. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's one thing that people need to, that's one thing that's scary about the co- what happened in COVID because once the vac- vaccinations are out and there's no longer an excuse to not work or get back to business. You're going to have like seven months of rent stacked up on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. And my thought is, no, I mean, there's a demand for people that are working, that are living with their brother and living with their parents or whatever, that they'll kick them out and get somebody in there that can pay rent. Oh, it's such an interesting time, man, because people mm-hmm. are f- moving into Texas like no other. I mean, they're just pouring in here. And so if you kick that person out, man, look, I hate the idea of kicking somebody out. Or, oh, yeah. I mean, that's not what we're doing here. But unfortunately, I'm in that role of landlord um, at times. And I'm not some, you know, I'm, I'm, I told you we're bringing turkeys yeah. today to to my tenants i mean yeah. i take care of folks and I, if they're late i waive fees i'm like i'm not but rent is rent and i have you need it yeah you need it to pay i have an obligation to pay just like you have an obligation to pay you pay me i pay the bank you know that's the way it works yeah i make a little bit extra but that's the business i'm in and that's why we do it mm-hmm. um yeah so if somebody wasn't paying me rent and it was backing up right now i i really don't know I'd have to explore the options. I think this the relief bills have money built in. If you apply and show a loss, they're, they'll make you whole. I don't think you can get the high rent or whatever. Like, but if you show, hey, I haven't because he hadn't paid me, I haven't paid my bank bank note. Mm-hmm. I think they'll cover the bank note. If okay, that, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And I want to clarify. I said, I think Yeah, <laughs> I'm not positive um, that that's a thing. Um, how does, uh, you ready for this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> how does um, your uh, Christianity play into um, your desire for success, your role as a real estate guy wanting to do real estate? Um, I, I've assumed you're a Christian guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I think that's a, a powerful thing. It, 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 it's um, humility, I think, is is humbleness, I think, is something that comes with that or whatever walk you choose um, to be on. Mm-hmm. It, it comes with some of that. Have you, have you brought those two kind of uh, – because it, it, it's something that's pretty powerful. For um, sure. Yeah, and uh, – I really haven't uh, thought about it too much. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say kept them separate, but I mean, I haven't really tried to, you know, combine my beliefs with, you know, my, this passion I have. Yeah. I bet, I mean, the most obvious thing is when I retire, um, when I'm 30, I'm I'm saying when, I'm trying to speak that into existence right now. Uh, When I retire, when I'm 30, you know, I have, you know, I have this time to, you know, do serve others and yeah. uh you know give back to the community and stuff but um yeah. right now i um i haven't really thought about that yeah that's, a, that's a, I, like, I like that you brought that up well it's it's important to because we're, we're we're basically talking about finances yeah um and joey uh christian or not money is the root of all evil right yes sir um, yeah and so we're we have the we just i talked a lot I appreciate you listening, but <laughs> you, uh, the goal, um, to, to have money is, uh, borderline, man. I mean, like, I can see that. Yeah. You know, it's not something we define success in America with money. It's a capitalistic mm. society. And, and that's, in my opinion, one of the best, right? You, uh, you, that's how you value your time. Um, you know, Jesus may preach a little bit different, but it, it's a it's a similar path. I mean, your time is worth something, yes. and so somebody's paying you for your time, and that might be more for others, less for others. But um, I guess I'm kind of bringing all that up to to remember about tithing. Um, 
it's not yours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we always think uh, it. Okay, we're talking about it. I've tithed now consistently for only a few years. Gotcha. You know, I'd always give twenty bucks, or yeah. the plate came along, I'd throw some money in there that I had in my pocket, or something like that, which is great. You know, I, there's no. I think that is just as good as what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, when I say not now, it's ten percent. Gotcha. Of, of what what I earn, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I never had enough to give ten percent. Yes. It's a stupid. It doesn't that statement doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. Ten percent's nothing. Right? <laughs> if you're earning a dollar, I mean, ten percent, just give a dime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You. you and I'll tell you, once I started doing it, uh, now it's like I need to give more. Like I feel like really? I'm not giving, and you know what I mean. Like I, I, I I'm I'm happy with my ten percent. Like okay, yeah. I'm doing my part. But what is your part? And ten percent is just a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I think the giving up of your money. The the act yes is what's important. Does that make, does that make sense? Like we want money. We're pulling it in more. Yeah, more. Think- retire at thirty. Even when you're retired at thirty, you get, you're in your prime, and you're going to be wanting to make more money because that's you're good at it at that point. And you're so so you're always going to want more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So the act of giving it up, saying here, this is for you. Yeah. From no, you get nothing out of it. You, this is not your church. This is not your facility. This is not your preacher. I mean, it's, I guess it's the preacher that you, you prescribe to, but giving it away. And yeah. I, I mean, some people live their whole lives and get uh, this old man, Cam Gray, um, crazy liberal, but he lived this way. He gave away, he emptied his bank account every year. Wow. He, he made really good money. And he was in business for himself, so sometimes it was more, sometimes it was less. Mm-hmm. Every year, he emptied his account, gave it away. You know what I mean? So That's insane. I, I'm not going to do that. Uh, yeah. no, no plans to do that. But um, the act of giving up what we're striving so hard to get mm. and just giving it away. So as we're, I'm telling you and encouraging you and trying to help you to keep on this real estate deal and save your money and do this, you remember Don't forget important. it's not yours, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just simply not. I mean, you can you can live a happy, healthy life with very little money. Um, and it's finding those um, important things. Um, Ecclesiastes in the book. What? Like, it sounds like <laughs> such a... We've heard of the Matthew, Mark, Luke's, and John's, and the Corinthians, the and ones, like yeah. the, the New big Testament, boys. you know. But Ecclesiastes is an amazing book about I haven't read I need what that. about knowledge and and wealth. So Solomon, King Solomon, was known as the wisest man to ever live. God speaking with because God spoke to them directly back in the Old Testament. Apparently, that's what it talks about. So God told Solomon, "What do you want? You're going to be king. We'll give you anything you want." And and he says, I want it. I want wisdom. Wow. And because he asked for wisdom and not power or gold or money, whatever, he gave him all that as well. Okay. So most successful, wisest man to ever live. Ecclesiastes is him as an old man reflecting on his life. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah. You heard the the birds. Um, a time to die, a time to die. I haven't heard of that, no. No, so it's a popular song in, let's say, the 60s. Okay. Um, straight out of Ecclesiastes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole book, um, the first couple chapters mentions like five times about um, working, doing what you love. You'll never work a day in your life. If that mm-hmm. make, You know, the whole, uh, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. Biblical. Uh, so I'm not. I, I am preaching to you. I mean, like there's there's an application <laughs> yeah. there that comes with that. Um, we we he promises us that we will have all the desires of our heart, and but it's him giving it to us. So the money that you have, the sacrificing of the ten percent, 
I mean, it's that's his. just a standard. Yeah. Now, th- 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 you don't have to. Ten percent's just a suggestion. Remember mm-hmm. that. You, you don't. It's, it's just one stone or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got anything else? I'm just really glad you brought that up. I haven't um, applied that. I well, have man, not applied that consistently. Yeah. Well, man, um, it's been that's how I, I got to know you is is through is through church, yeah. and and so um, it, it's been an honor, you know, watching you kind of evolve a little bit. And I think uh, all the way up until about thirty, you're constantly changing and growing as a person. And the the goal is to continue to do that. Uh, far beyond 30. Yeah. Um, but that's been one of my joys and excitement is working with the kids um, at that church is yeah. to watch them grow. When you guys graduated this year, we've got all junior high kids. I know. So we There's, went from like uh, these seniors that I could like rib and get along with and like just give a hard time. They were basically adults to like junior high kids. Yeah. So I'm starting those relationships over. Oh man, I'm adjusting to this like kind of like new, new approach to (laughs) to working with these kids. So, um, Joey, we've been here, uh, an hour now. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was right about nine, I think. So, yeah. Um, I, I wish you well, man. You always got some, uh, any help ideas, Mm -hmm. whatever, reach out. Um, if you ever want to, uh, do do more of this for I, sure. I talked to your off today. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. But I I see benefit in that, and I see maybe I think you're seeking some of that. And then um, and if it's just uh, running things through your head that you want to get on tape type deal, yeah. and I, I know you do your. Uh, um, I love your Instagram. What's your Instagram for? Um, it's Joey dot health. Joey uh, health post whatever. Whatever I really feel like, you know, yeah. inspirational stuff, fitness, uh, spirit, a little spiritual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. See you. Cool. See you, bud.